0: Welcome. <laughs> you made it tough, shit. Podcast puts first world problems into perspective. Soft serve. It's the soft serve. That's right. We're backward. We're backward. We're still backward for the month. So, as we normally, which
1: Corey tried to explain to me, and I kind of get it because we got goofed up because of the summer. has been a little busy, and so we're our uh, our soft serves and our regular episodes are
0: they're they're just backwards. So but, we're gonna try to catch it next month, maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. Either way, you are trying to you're get used an- to an episode and then a soft serve. But so, what is soft serve, Christopher, for our tens of listeners who <clears> already know? Tough shit, soft serve is soft serve for pussies. In
1: fact, I came. No, up- it's tough
0: shit for pussies. What you said, soft serve for pussies. Tough shit, shit,
1: tough shit, soft serve <laughs> is tough shit for pussies. That's what I'm trying to say. We're going to talk about. Oh, here, can I tell you what I thought for like a new, like something different for soft serve? Let's hear it. Okay. Tough shit. Soft serve. Uh, two soft boys talking about soft things.
0: Yeah. Okay. No? Right. Don't uh, like it? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of soft. I'm a little doughy in the center. Like, my shirts don't fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, stop eating like a marathon. I'm going to wear
1: this one until I die.
0: I know. That it's, thing is gonna—you're gonna look homeless. It
1: doesn't even get clean anymore. I actually decided I'm probably gonna buy a new Adventure Zone T-shirt specifically for this show. It's gonna
0: fuse with your body.
1: It's really gross. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. So. We're, so is- yeah. So welcome to the show. We're your hosts. By the way, I'm Corey. I'm
1: Chris. That's Corey.
0: Yep. He's uh, the producer on the show.
1: We've determined because uh, he does all the work.
0: I was yeah, well, I was setting up the mic and trying to get uh, trying to get a little better setup this time around. So the, we we try every episode. He's like a
1: composer. He's coaching me on where to put my face because I am yeah. too far away from the microphone. And just like last time, now my computer's in front of me and the mic is in a different spot. And I'm going to try it's a little bit to of an angle. Yeah, closer. Yeah, if you're gonna mm. talk light, yeah, move close. It works good. Move closer. So yes.
0: Yeah. All right. So it's soft serve September. Oh. We have an Instagram, TS Podcast Official, if you want to look at it.
1: I don't even look at it.
0: I uh, I, I check it out once in a while. Actually, some- the other day I tried a question when you get on there and you can ask a question and people can respond. And I asked a question and I responded with my personal account to see if it worked. Oh, just to like like the yeah. one guy who does like the lonely yeah. clap in the stadium yeah. he so tries I, to get everybody else. I had, clapping. Never, I had never done one before. And so I was like, "All right, I'll try it out." So I responded with my personal account, and I was the only person who responded to the question. Well, yeah, <laughs> So I,
1: I, uh, I, I, I'm doing something different today. Started telling you, and this kind of falls into it because my original idea for today, because I'm like, I'm trying to scrounge up some stories, was mm-hmm. I was going to write tough shit fan fiction and pass it off as though a fan wrote it, and decided I would know it. that's bullshit. Yes, I know. <laughs> We don't
0: have we don't have enough fans that interested in us to start writing fan fiction. Uh, but yeah, so this is
1: supposed to be our fun, yep. light, positive episode. And actually, um, um, we're into I, uh,
0: September. And oh well, that means
1: summer's petering out. Hey, and what's more, I mean, talk about positive. We're recording this the day after the 20th anniversary of
0: 9/11. I just thought about that. Hey, just, silver lining on that. What did the country do on 9/12? We got more united, which was kind of. In, in, yeah, that petered out. But yes, that yeah. would have been nice. <laughs> Twenty um, years ago we we were we a little, watch, little uh, more
1: united. The Bills uh uh what do you call football when it's not the preseason? Regular season. Mm-hmm. Started today. Oh boy. And so Mandy's got the game on right now. I don't really care. I mean it's it's football. Mm-hmm. But uh they had this girl whose dad died um a nine eleven. And she was just a kid, and now Uh-oh. she's a singer. And so she sang the national anthem, and oh. it was actually kind of like it—it it, it was a little emotional. Well, so because sure. yesterday I forgot it was even the 20th anniversary. Because it was like, what are you doing for 9/11? Like, well, it's not a holiday. Of course you would,
0: you, kami, American. I'm not a communist. <laughs> I look a little <laughs> Middle Eastern, but
1: anyway, all right. So, well, all
0: right. Well, what did I have written here? Okay. Summer's petering out, and Chris is starting to get a hard-on for his turtleneck sweaters and pumpkin spice lattes. Whereas I, I did get some pumpkin beer yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you get your blumpkin spice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, side note. One of our listeners uh, said, you sound like Quagmire from Family Guy when you get excited and start laughing. Really? Like, <laughs> giggity. <laughs> oh, I'll take I that. I, I mean, I, that's yeah. a successful show. I guess I never really paid much attention. Now I'm going to but... try to do it. <laughs> Or
1: try not to do it. <laughs> I need right. a new laugh. <laughs> Say something funny. Uh,
0: Nipples. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I'll keep yeah, I sound brain dead. Thanks, listener. Okay. Uh, So, speaking of uh, it being September and summer's petering out, did you have a good summer, Christopher? I had a fucking awesome summer. It's a very busy summer.
1: Very, very busy summer. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I've had a lot of good stuff happening lately, and I'm not just like, I'm the best. But I'm just saying, like, I've, there's been some positive things that happened lately. More good than bad. I just, yeah, I wrote some of them down. Just, like, little things. Can I write, can I tell, like, some of the, the things that have made me happy on last week or so? It's our two? show. You
0: can say whatever the fuck you want.
1: New within, uh, within reason. <laughs> new Matrix trailer came out. Did you finally watch it? And it looks like it might be fucking awesome. It looks more I like... Yeah. The first Matrix, it looks like it looks like it might be the best thing since the Animatrix, which mm-hmm. was way fucking better than the second two. Two and three, yeah. Yes. We rewatched reloaded not too long ago. Yeah. It's not good. Doesn't hold it, up. No, not at all. Like at the we, time
0: I I just whatever. I mean it we, was uh we had the conversation actually yesterday, my soon to be wife and my and me, about how from like ninety seven until two thousand and seven, if you made a movie and you could put CG in it.
1: You they did, did it. Over
0: the top. Yes. And it looked like trash. Oh, because we were talking about Scorpion King and the horrible CG. Yeah, that was the really bad. As a scorpion monster.
1: That was a cash grab.
0: Oh, yeah, all day and long. I,
1: and Mummy and Mummy 2, they were movies. good. And I yeah. can't say anything bad about the mummy. I think I've said this before. My mom has watched The Mummy more than any other human being on the planet. Oh, and a- that is something I will stand by. That's not just like oh, I've watched this so many times, but somebody has actually, get close to the microphone. Uh huh. Um, She's watched it more than anybody else, and those are some good movies. But *Scorpion King*, I agree, licked
0: ass. So yeah, the the CG from the late '90s, early 2000s, completely overblown. Well,
1: fucking *Matrix* was awesome. It the was first perfect. one, yeah, the first then, one like, was really they good. They got so hard over the bullet time that just like they overdid it. Everybody the did two. it. Like the hundred Smiths fight, mm-hmm. just stupid. And I mean, but somebody described it to me at the time, like, don't get too excited about the second two. They're like live action anime. Yeah. There's no fucking plot. Mm-hmm. Somebody might get upset at that. My sister-in-law might not like that comment. <laughs> but uh, uh, What do you mean? But, but then when they did the Animatrix, fuck. If anybody, if nobody has watched the Animatrix, it was amazing. There, but, uh, oh, and then the new Dexter trailer came out, and that made me very happy because it
0: actually looks like it could be good. Yeah, that does look good as well. I agree. So are those? is that what you had for I got news? seven
1: things, but I really should tone it down. I will say one thing I'm going okay. to try today, and I think maybe you'll appreciate it, because it's going to try and get me to focus on keeping my face where it's supposed to be. I just finished that book, that Role Models book I was telling you about, mm-hmm. John Waters. Yeah. And <clears throat> he speaks, so because I listened to it. I listened to the audiobook version. Yeah. He speaks so well yeah. that I'm trying to kind of channel that a little bit today. Take my time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Get your words out. Yes. Cohesive voice. Silky smooth voice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm going to try. So, not
0: Quagmire, but John, <laughs> John Waters. All right. But not as gay. Uh, um, uh, let's see. Let's see what the hell else I have. Oh, for positive. Oh, we had a Jack and Jill party last weekend. That was a fucking ton of fun. That's had... the most beer I've drank in a long time. Agreed. And I felt horrible, and I don't miss that. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't miss that at all. I felt like shit for two days. I mean, days. we'll do, like,
1: gin and tonics and shit, but I don't drink beer like that no, anymore. No, just I hammer them down. That's the first hangover I've had in a very long time. Uh, and yep. to think we do that, like, two or three nights a week... For years, mm-hmm. when we were like teenagers, and tw- like it was just that's, so that's all you what could you do. Did. Like we missed opportunities to go do other cool shit because, mm-hmm.
0: like, because we wanted to get hammered. Like, hey, the you want to go
1: here or do something athletic or go hike? You want to go on a trip? Like, God, I wish I could. I gotta get fucked up yeah. with my buddies. I got a I thirty
0: pack of Keystone
1: Light with my name on it. Yes, but I because your name was Keystone <laughs> at the time. That's right. No, I changed we... it legally.
0: <laughs> my legal birth name was changed to Keystone Light. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you so... could keep yours, Bush. Oh. <laughs> that monster hiding in your trousers. Well, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of
1: shaving, I uh, this was one thing that made me happy, too. I had a zit. You can probably see the remnants of it in the bridge of my nose. Yes. It was so big. I must have popped it three times last week, and it left this open wound. It was disgusting. It's
0: wretched. So why, I couldn't- why, why do people want to hear about because that?
1: Because what happened is I couldn't shave between my eyebrows like I normally <laughs> you did. You couldn't hit your unibrow. Yeah. So it finally healed enough that I could- shave it and so i did yesterday because i was getting this greasy italian american unibrow (laughs) but it's it's hard for me to
0: shave now big old caterpillar across your face yes Uh but in
1: in an effort to um have (laughs) to just buy one pack of razor heads i'm using ladies razors on my face (laughs) and there's no edge like there's no fine edge to it it's for fucking legs yeah it's, it's made for just bulk so Bulk it's, it's risky because I'm afraid now. I took a little <laughs> bit off on the left, and now if I go too much, I'll just look like you're gonna I'm have half, half
0: of an eyebrow. Yeah, just like <laughs> like this. It's oh, constantly yeah, constantly smirking. Oh, that's awesome. Other than that, I don't know.
1: Good stuff. I started yeah. reading Mothman prophecies because because I was inspired by you in the camping episode about having fun with stuff. Oh yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. I have to put set aside some disbelief hmm and just yeah enjoy it but enjoy i enjoy it for what that, it is
0: because it's just a fun spooky book for the october's coming out so i got into uh replaying bioshock infinite that's been a lot of fun that's a good game for well kind of for october yeah it's just a fun yeah game. those are phenomenal games uh let's see what else donations for september I actually just dropped it off this morning, a check to our local EMS and emergency services because we have uh, all volunteers and it's a local thing. Goes right to help us locally. That's so, sweet. Did you tell them that I am involved in that? You are not involved. No, in that. I didn't <laughs> in do it. No way, No, It, way, shape, no, it all came form. from Corey. No, I, I like every year they send a thing in the mail, and I just give them a little bit. And I, th- I already had another donation. Like set up, but I hadn't paid it yet. And this morning I was dropping off mail. I was like, well, piss on it. I'll just do that. So there it is. That's very sweet. Locally, MS. and I do you know it every year regardless. What's going to
1: happen is that you're going to, we're going to, we're not going to make it big for like a decade. And then when we do, we get this big sign on bonus. We're going to go fucking exclusive to like Spotify or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll have made so many do- donations over that 10 years. You write that- them off. No, <laughs> then I will get less money. That's
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, did you ever donate to the SPCA? Fuck yeah, I did. Did ya? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Yes. All right, I wanted to ask you about that. So
1: I said I was going to, and I did. The only thing I haven't done that I said I was going to do on the air was uh, uh, call Josh.
0: <laughs> oh, you <laughs> haven't called Josh? Je- I keep, I just forget. I get in the car and I just go. Well, he's in, he's, he's in our time zone now too, so, it's, so it's I can a- call him whenever I want. Well. I yes. guess within reason. Don't call them at three in the morning. If I want to call at one in the morning, I'll call at one in the morning. I can't. See you up can. Uh, yeah. Right. sound like an asshole. One in the morning call. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Fucking sleeping. Yes. <laughs> what do you want? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Hi, Josh. Okay. Do we want to get into <laughs> it? Yeah. Let's let's crank this up. So you said you got two things to get going on. So <laughs> I only have one. So um, this. Okay. I've been a little distracted this month. There's so. one actual story
1: that I have wrote. But I'm doing something special today. I'm doing something different because it's something that I wanted to do and this is the only platform that I have to do it. Oh, different. It's spe- and it's not a script. <laughs> None of that bullshit. Okay. Okay. So what I've done today, and I have an introduction to explain this to anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um, I've written a letter of apology to Mr. John China. Cena, yeah.
0: <laughs> Because okay. I'm Give consumed. a little backstory. story.
1: Okay, so here's uh, this is an introduction to it that I wrote. Um, the following is a letter of apology to the pro wrestler and actor, Mr. John China, Cena. John, <laughs> chi- I'm just John China. Okay. A few episodes back, I called Mr. Cena, chi- Mr. S- we'll just stick with China. Is that okay? <laughs> call whatever the hell you want. A few episodes back, I called Mr. China a bitch for his, uh, what I then took at the time for woefully insincere, uh, apology to China after having the gall to call Taiwan its own country. Mm-hmm. just like mr china's apology to an entire country this apology comes from the bottom of my heart i truly mo- mean every word i'm going to say
0: all right i'm gonna put my glasses on i just listened to a funny podcast today about the apology industry <laughs> oh well then this will be perfect oh okay good um yeah
1: i mean this it has nothing to do you know with <laughs> him like I guess he could probably kill me, but it has nothing to do with that
0: <laughs> or sue you into oblivion. Yes,
1: exactly. Um. So yes, in the spirit of John's genuine humility at the feet of the communist giant that almost single handedly keeps the Fast and the Furious film franchise alive, which we watched uh, Fast and the Furious last night, the first one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, I have written my own apology to Mister China. Mm-hmm. Um. Not only that, but to mere John's com- commitment to saying he's sorry entirely in Mandarin Chinese. If anybody doesn't know, he got on and he wrote an apology and read it in Mandarin Chinese to apologize to the Chinese. Mm -hmm. So I have decided to voice to John just how sorry I am in uh, Mr. Kami's, I mean, Mr. Sina's... Mr. Sina's native language as well. Okay. Okay. So this may not be perfect. Um, Dialect, grammar, maybe just a bit off but here it goes you ready yes okay so this is going to take some effort dear mr china my name is chris and i'm sure that you've heard of me and this is my formal apology to you in your native english i felt this letter would have a little more weight if written in your native tongue if it comes across as unfamiliar with the language it's because i myself was brought up speaking broken american perhaps at a later date I will write another apology in Broken American to all the listeners of Tough Shit who do not know what I am saying right now. I'm trying my best. Uh,
0: this up. is going great. Okay.
1: <clears throat> so, here it goes. Mr. Cena. as I'm sure you're aware, a few months ago on this program, I called you a bitch mm-hmm. over apologizing to the entire country of China over your comments you made about Taiwan. I may have said other things, too. I do not know as I do not listen to this show. <laughs> True story. But, <laughs>
0: Doesn't review his work.
1: Uh, But either way, I was wrong. You are not a bitch. You are a talented and successful wrestler in the World Wildlife Federation.
0: No. No, they changed it. What? It used to be WWF. Now it's WWE. So he doesn't? No, he doesn't wrestle bears. Well, that
1: ruins half of this.
0: All right, hang on. (laughs)
1: Uh, You also have very large arms and frighteningly powerful friends who could make life very difficult for an aspiring podcaster like myself. Mm -hmm. Of course, that isn't what this letter is about. My goal here is only to end this feud between you and I, a months-long feud whose escalation has been closely followed by nearly 40 people. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Mr. China, you were right to apologize for saying that Taiwan was its own country. It absolutely is not an independent, self-governing, democratic country whose constitution was adopted in 1947. That would just be silly. (laughs) You and I, as entertainers, need to remember the weight of responsibility that we bear. We influence people and need to remember that when we sit down in front of a microphone, I personally need to get better at thinking before I speak. (laughs) Like that time I called you a bitch on the history podcast I do with my close friend and neighbor, Corey. Speaking of Corey, uh, most uh, the, <laughs> right, let's hear it. Uh, speak, uh, speaking of Corey, most of the blame here should be on him. Oh, what the fuck! He's the one who first brought it to my attention that you had changed your name to John China. <laughs> Being as irresponsibly,
0: <laughs> you don't fucking pay
1: attention <laughs> to anything that goes on. Being as irresponsibly behind on current events as I am, if it weren't for Corey, then I never would have even known about the weak stand you initially took on Taiwan. Couple this with Corey being what I call a, (laughs) quote-unquote, (laughs) bitch-enabler. Fuck off. That's a friend who's always encouraging others to publicly call celebrities bitches. And it's no wonder that I slandered you on our show. But this isn't about blame, unless you think it is, Mr. China. (laughs) In which case, I'll gladly send you Corey's home address.
0: Absolutely not. (laughs) Just so you know, if he does, he's my fucking neighbor. Uh, Uh-huh. You can find it pretty easy. Across the street. Uh-uh. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope. But again, that's not what this is about. This is me telling you that I'm sorry. The two of us, and the two of us doing our best to find some common ground. Mr. China, I think you'll be surprised by how much, at least in my head, that we have in common. As I said, we're both people with a tremendous amount of influence. And there's even more than that. Tremendous. Mm, this is, I said in my head. Okay. But there's even more than that. For instance, we're both huge believers in the mission of the World Wildlife Federation, which doesn't work now that you've ruined that for me.
0: Everybody knows that the whole WWF thing is like a twelve-year-old joke at this point.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> okay. Um, also, you're not a fan of dentists, and neither am I. And neither of one... <laughs> what? And neither one of us can order anything but a quesadilla if it's on the menu. I know that you'll agree when I say that maybe we wouldn't actively seek out Queer Eye on Netflix, but if it's already on, we'd both watch it. And it's not just all that, Mr. China. We're getting there. I think you'll be surprised to hear that I even have some experience in wrestling myself. When I was in my early teens, I was just the right size for my friends. (laughs) Wrestling
0: with demons.
1: (laughs) That never ended. Um, When I was in my early teens, I was just the right size for my friends to practice professional wrestling moves on me. I have a particularly happy memory of a close friend performing a tombstone on me and somehow missing both the pillow and carpet my head oh, yeah. was supposed to land on and instead planting my dome on the only four inches of exposed hardwood floor in the whole living room. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what a tombstone is, yeah, you can
0: fucking look it up. Also, yeah. your head, the head of it's the It's almost like a stand-up 69, and then you drop to your knees. Boy, oh, I never
1: even thought about it at the time. Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because, yeah. well, we weren't like hardcore perverts at 12. Yeah,
1: that's very true. Can you <laughs> imagine parents walking in, though, who knew what a stand-up 69 no, was? What are you kids watching? All the watching. boys just like, what are you all upside down for? Oh, that's crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Sadly, my career was cut short when my coaches decided that I was too much of a nervous pooper to safely wear those tiny shorts you boys somehow managed to wriggle into. <laughs> it, was hard, it was a hard blow to take, especially considering it was the same reason I had to leave the swim team. But maybe I'm getting a little off track.
0: Clearly. I've got a lot to,
1: <laughs> I've got a lot to say about all those hefty bag commercials you're doing now, but maybe I'll save it for another letter, as I've no doubt that you and I w- will become fast pen pails. This being only our first exchange mm-hmm. what will you pick for I'm a pen gonna say only <laughs> <laughs> what will you pick for a pen name Mr. China? I'm sure it'll be super rad. I'm going with a Shen Shi 69. I hope that you like it Mr. China. It's Chinese for new nerv- <laughs> nervous booper 69 <laughs> Well maybe this is as good a place as I need to wrap this letter up. After all, Corey and I still have an entire show to do. And to be fair to Corey, since the very beginning, he's explicitly asked me not to use the podcast (laughs) as a platform for apologizing to professional wrestlers. In conclusion, Mr. China, I hope that this letter has accurately conveyed to you the humility and remorse I feel over calling you a bitch. Oh, um, and suggesting that apology podcast where you make insincere apologies in different languages while bottoming for (laughs) Xi Jinping... (laughs) I didn't think about that till the end, Uh, unless you're into it, in which case, I'm sure with your connections, we can make it work. Well, John, I guess that's it. I hope that you accept my humble apology. I look forward to hearing back from you. I look forward to our inevitable upcoming years of pen pal back and forth. The two of us chuckling into old age over cherished letters that we'll keep in shoeboxes stored in closets that eventually our grandchildren will find and read. Learning from themselves... The story, of the, lo- the story of the lives and careers of two unlikely
0: friends and the power of forgiveness. Humbly yours, Chris. Not only will he punch a hole through your face, the Chinese government will probably destroy your life digitally now and this show. Why the show. I have a postscript. <laughs> what the fuck? So, P- anyway, P- welcome to Soft Serve. We're going <laughs> to talk about uh, positive stories. <laughs> Try to bring everyone up. Hey, uh, I'm not, gonna bring it back around. By the end of the show, I'll be. I'll, be, I'll bring it. I'll bring it back. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's bringing it back. All right, gonna backpedal again. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: That, <clears throat> Do that you want to was...
0: hear my postscript? <laughs> It's real quick, all
1: right. Because P- I wrote the thing about the grandkids, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So, P.S. Real quick, just want to make perfectly clear that these are our separate grandchildren finding separate shoeboxes. Oh, you're letters. not having? I grandkids. am not. Su- I am not suggesting that you and I, Mr. China, are going to father <laughs> children together like something from that movie, Junior. I respect that you and Xi Jinping are very happy together. And as for myself, oh my I'm God. only asking for your friendship.
0: That was great. That's my letter to Mr. John China. All right. I hope he accepts it. I'm I'm glad that uh, it fell within the parameters of the show that we're trying to go for. (laughs) A uh, heartfelt apology that wasn't satirical (laughs) or, uh, you know, sarcastic at Well, that's what I was worried about. Because I know sometimes I can come across as a little cynical. Oh, really? Like, no one's going to read into that? (laughs) You called him John China the entire apology? Did I? Yeah. Isn't that what he changed his name to? He did not change his name to. that. You offended him the entire letter. Uh, well. <laughs> oh, hang Can on get your a mulligan, face, huh? No. Oh, my God.
1: Holy fuck. Well, that's my first story. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I actually read it better than I thought I was going to. All right, too. well, I'll, g- I'll give you this. I'm in a better mood, so. That's what I goal was. I want you to be. We, we were talking about this at the show. We're a little... Not at, just a little more agitated today, and so we had to get in the, like the right frame of mind. The two of us were just now, we're like we did some breathing, we're drinking some tea. Everything's everything's good,
0: good. So Sorry. it's your I, turn. I, my uh, computer just freaked out, so I'm all mad at it right now. Oh, I apologize. <clears throat> okay, we're back in action anyway. So if we could edit, then it be no, <laughs> I know we, we can edit, I just don't want to. <laughs> I think and he's the producer. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. One episode, I will fucking polish it so good. And you know what it'll be? Like I will just edit out every little <clears throat> and every it'll just sound awkward strange. pause. It'll just be me talking. Oh, why cuz I don't <clears throat> talk good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not fucking editing shit. All right. <clears throat> so, as I stated earlier, uh, it's been a very hectic month for myself. Corey's so, getting married. Yes, next week I'm getting married. I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. Yes, we. it's going to be a fucking party. It's not a typical, oh, look at my tuxedo. man! Is like every groom's ever every said, one of them, look at my fucking tux. That's that. And Corey's <laughs> a
1: music man, so he's going to have some oh, fucking we really got good a, music. we got
0: a baller-ass playlist and you're going. all invited. No, you're well, not. <laughs> no. No, some of you listening actually write half, half of them, probably yeah, are. Probably like forty half. of them. I know, right? <laughs> All right. So on that note, I didn't write a full like uh, s- story. Story like start to stop. I wrote something that will hopefully just give us some talking points. Uh, but I do have a little something written before and during okay. but it's not the usual story. So I'm doing something different too good but and it's actually gonna be in the format of the show too. It's something positive and upbringing about you know t- <laughs> <laughs> well you can't even defend what you I just know did. <laughs> So all right it made me laugh. so I'm in a better mood if everyone's in a better mood then there you go. you got you got your brownie points on that one.
1: Don't say Brownie.
0: Why you got a shit?
1: I've been having a lot of yogurt and kombucha teas lately.
0: (laughs) That's good. Yes. All right. So here it goes. (laughs) I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that the world for uh, for most people in developed nations have it really fucking good. And everyone is very quick to shit on that notion because it's far too easy to forget where you came from and to take everything for granted, especially when you're engulfed in negative noise all day long. So, despite what Facebook or the mainstream news may have you believe, we as human beings have accomplished amazing and beautiful things over the last 100 years. And I'm going to share with everyone some raw data to back those claims up. I can only hope that this little numbers showcase uh, will get people to stop saying things like, "Oh, it's bad now, and it's only getting worse," or, "You know, world's going to hell in a handbasket." I hear it every. I hear fucking that day. weekly. Yeah, like, oh yeah, it's fucking horrible. So turn off that CNN before Donald Trump's Nazi followers murder Joe Biden and then release a new COVID variant that kills only people of color, or... Wait, what? You can ditch the Fox News before all the Taliban fighters hop the Mexican border just to team up with Antifa so they can burn down churches and make all your kids get sex changes.
1: That's that's gonna happen? Sounds
0: ridiculous, right? It's time to ditch the fear and focus on the good. Let's get into some stats. Oh, I love statistics. Numbers. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to kick this list off with something shocking. Electricity. In 1994- <laughs>
1: the fucking joke. Right?
0: Oh, the, oh, I got the good pun jokes going <laughs> through this whole thing. In 1994, only 76% of the world's population had access Wait, to- Wait, 19 what? 94. Okay. Not that long ago. We were busy playing Sega Genesis and getting Tombstone 69'd by our friends. all right 94 only 76 percent of the world's population had access to electricity today that number is almost 90 percent wow right jesus christ i mean just with i just don't think about it no you don't like well we've taken it for granted our whole fucking middle class white suburb ish well not even suburb suburb. we're just outside
1: of suburbs mm -hmm.
0: and yeah we're we're a rural area (laughs) and we've always had electricity
1: I remember how long my parents had to research the Sega Genesis before they'd let me get it. They've been researchers for a oh, long yeah. time. Yeah, yes. consu- they love it. They ordered a, a
0: pamphlet for it beforehand. Really? Yes. Wow. I remember them being in the kitchen discussing it. That's pretty intense. I finally got one though. Oh, and I, I will throw in uh, where these are sourced from. These aren't just like, hey, I found this on Instagram. Uh, that's sourced from World Bank, the International Energy Agency, and the energy sector.
1: God, it's nice to hear um, – Oh, you oh, uh, have to read, like, real quick. I'm enjoying this because uh-huh. – uh, not listen to. Reading Mothman Prophecies, I suppose a true story. Not having notations mm-hmm. in, in, a like, a bibliography in the back is driving me insane. <laughs> not so I'm really trying yeah. to just calm down and just enjoy it. So this is –
0: Kind of nice. Okay. This is me back. Get a little more reality Ooh. going on. like it. Although the not reality is a lot of fun. So, or yeah, so. you never know reality. That's the fun part. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Is it, it real? Is could it, be. Could be. <clears throat> All right. If it is, I like it. So, while I'm on the topic of power, in 2002, only 7.5% of global energy was from uh, renewable sources. And today, that number is over 11%. And that's oh, okay. from the International Energy Agency. And I actually, a lot of these stats I got ended around like 2018, 2019. Some of them I did get newer. So there is going to be, well, I'll talk about that in a little bit here. But these are legit. So renewables are, they're getting. They've jumped a lot in the last couple of years. They have. Well, I think that the, the big thing with them is the technology is getting better. Cause mm-hmm. like solar panels twenty years ago were garbage. They didn't fucking capture. They work, but they didn't capture where the shit. They they're doing better now. And so. the leap
1: they've made in just like a few like uh well uh, well you know my brother works for uh Tesla, Tesla yeah and they install what are now like you always did solar panels like from Solar City now like the fucking like the actual tiles the roof tiles mm-hmm. are solar. Some are glass. So it's just the whole roof. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just cool. I like that shit.
0: Yeah, it's pretty neat. We're seeing more solar around here. We're seeing solar fields and we're in a small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right right behind where I work. There's a massive solar field going yeah, in. So pretty neat. it's pretty cool. Um now one thing that doesn't mix with electricity but makes this list way better is water. And the amount of people in the world who now have clean drinking water is up from eighty four percent in two thousand and two to ninety three percent today. Wow. Right? Yeah. And that's sort source... of- That's a significant jump. That It is. Yeah. And, I mean, and to think 2002, we were like, I was 18. Yeah. Like, I know, I'm pushing fucking 40 now, but still, it seems like yesterday. But you would think we were like farther ahead back then even by 2002. Oh, yeah. Because,
1: well, yeah, because you gauge things in how whatever your short lifetime is.
0: Yeah. And, then, and not to mention
1: that at the time- just didn't really think about it. No, didn't, didn't give a shit. No. So by the time you're older, do you actually care to find this stuff out? Mm-hmm. It oh, it's always been this way. It hasn't. Yeah, yes.
0: uh, okay. that's sourced from UNICEF in the WHO. The the, the band, the, not the. <laughs> it was just about. To, the Are world, they all dead? The world. I don't know. The World Health Organization. All right, <clears throat> but Corey, I have clean drinking water, but I'm a big dummy who can't read. Is what you might have said to me back in 1978 when me only personally. Possibly when only 65 percent of the world was literate. Lucky for us, globally, almost 87 percent of people over age 15 can now read. Huh? Yeah, I recall like talking with grandparents and stuff before. A lot of people they grew up with didn't know how to fucking read, and that was a real thing. And that's a a developed, quote unquote, developed country. People Hmm. didn't know how to read. And that's changing. So, that's source from UNESCO and in the Institute for Statistics. That's, well, I mean, well,
1: okay, I won't give away what I'm going to be doing for the next show, but uh, that, okay, so this is like 16th century. Mm-hmm. And part of there is a section of this book I'm reading where they do talk about like the vast majority of people were illiterate. Like yeah. it was like, like the upper crust that pretty much like the I mean, there ones. wasn't any reason for so mm-hmm. the vast majority of I don't want to say where it was God damn it now I really backed myself into a corner just back nobody pedal like, can read back pedal nobody like can read. usual
0: okay all right You know who can read John Cena me I don't know if he can that's why I had to read him the letter <laughs> <laughs> I would have said it to him if I knew you could read oh fuck uh, oh. all right what are you gonna be writing another apology letter here I got so? a list. <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Right. Continue. Now, not everyone might not know how to read, but most people know how to fuck. And luckily for <laughs> us, right? How's that for a Canada segue? and spell fuck. Yeah. F-U-K. And luckily for us, young girls age 15 to 19 across the world- okay, where is this going? <laughs> ...are not having babies as much, to the tune of 42 per 1,000 now compared to 85 per 1,000 back in 1960- so less children having children is definitely a plus. Yes,
1: and I, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I might have mentioned something when I was reading the when we did the dating episode, and I was mm-hmm. reading that book on dating, and she had a whole section on teen pregnancies. And it's it is it's the other way around because everybody it's the same thing. Like oh, everybody's just having babies. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. And like there was this. What well, go back to the morality in mid century and like you know nobody's oh, kids. Oh yeah. They were all having fucking kids, oh, yeah. all fucking just as much as anybody else was. Yeah. But they just didn't have access to contraceptives because as... nobody wanted them to have it. Mm-hmm. Just
0: like, you can't wear a fucking Those condom. Those condoms like... are the devil yeah. tube.
1: Yeah, so now 15-year-old <laughs> girl's getting pregnant, and then yeah. that's the end of her life. So <laughs> Get that devil tube off yes. your pecker. <laughs> Listen, like even like all how many people got pregnant on the Oregon Trail? I remember reading about that because like mm-hmm. they had nothing else to do yeah. at night. They're and they can't read, so they're not reading Harry Potter over a campfire. They're all banging behind a tree. See, they don't know how to read, know how to fuck. Yes, yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, the UN Population Division source that. So, <clears throat> all Get right, that population down. That's just my opinion.
0: Just keep it realistic. Well, yeah. yes,
1: it's getting a little overboard. There's too all many right. of us,
0: but keep me, <laughs> but. If minors aren't pooping out babies 24/7, that's not how it works. How is mankind going to live to the ripe old age of 53, which was the global average in 1960? Compare that to 72 today, and I'd say we're doing okay. I want to
1: live for a long time. Do you really? I do.
0: Yes. I couldn't imagine you at like 103. Why? You I just I wouldn't want to see it. I mean, I look rough
1: right now, but that's because I, I'm <laughs> Not sweaty.
0: Look, like, your attitude. I can see you in the nursing home like, why'd you turn the Reddit off? <laughs> you can't watch Reddit. <laughs> well, you won't really use your fucking hands at that point. I keep
1: I'm try, keep trying to explain to Kurt what Reddit is, but he still thinks it's a social media site. I got to get my face closer mm-hmm.
0: to the microphone. Who's
1: that? Huh? My boss. Oh, okay. Matt. You never anyway.
0: said his name before, so. Oh, I didn't? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we have arguments about Reddit.
1: Okay. I like Reddit. I, there's an R slash ask a, 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 a historian that's actually pretty no, really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got pretty got cool interesting. On it. Just All don't right. get
0: unfortunate. Uh, that source from the UN Population Division again. All right, now from the opposite end of the spectrum. Instead of giving life, we're now going to get into taking it. Namely, People have said
1: that we're both on the spectrum.
0: Uh, Namely, back in the U.S. in 1980, when 10 in every 100,000 people were killed that year.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, compared to 2019, which saw only 5 in every 100,000 people murdered. That's a 50% decrease. Well, see, that's the problem. That's why the uh, population's going (laughs) up. Yeah, we need more violent crime in the U.S. No, I don't mean that. All right, that was sourced from the FBI. So, yeah, that's one thing I think. You always see in the news like, oh, my God, a, a killing spree or this person was murdered or that person was murdered. It's never good. It's never a fucking good thing and you don't want to see it. It's still substantially lower. Especially than, for how many people there are. There's more the people thing, now. And like, yeah. But
1: it's more like you're, there's more outlets for people to get their new new quote-unquote news and uh-huh. uh,
0: so yeah you're it's thrown in your face a lot so yeah you assume
1: that it's worse than it is
0: yep uh but it ain't just killing that's dropped drastically in the u.s uh in 1991 almost 755 in every 100,000 people were the victim of a violent crime hmm. compared to 2020 yes the dumpster fire that was 2020 you know riots and cops quitting and that's all you saw. Corona, on TV? that's all yep. you saw. Even then was down to almost three hundred and ninety people per one hundred thousand. Wow. That's three hundred and sixty five less people in, in out of hundred thousand. So we're getting better. Substantially better. Yes. Yeah. But oh it's the end of the fucking world. So source FBI again. I get nervous about that shit. Like, I mean, remember that <laughs> I was Telling you about that this one last year, that
1: shady guy that kept driving up and down our road in that shifty truck. And I like <laughs> Yeah. I fucking watching him from the window. Uh-huh. Like this guy, like I'm like once again you fucking rob me. Oh it I was walked, right at the I beginning. Walked out yeah. And, yeah, I walked out of my porch and like glared at this guy who immediately pulled over to put gutters up at my neighbor's <laughs> house. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh, he's just yeah. working. Well, he just got this whole notion of fear twenty four seven. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a there's again. a meme and it's a picture, I believe, of uh Malcolm X and he's holding an M one carbine rifle and he's standing yeah. next yeah. to a window and he's like moving the curtain just a little bit, peering out the curtain. Yeah. And the meme's like, me, every time someone uses my driveway to turn around. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right? You know? I use people's driveways to turn around all the time. I do it very quickly if I have to. And I try just Uh
1: just to barely get into the driveway. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: All right. Do you have a statistic
1: on that? How many people turn around on people's driveways There probably is,
0: I will say, you can find a lot of fucking statistics (laughs) on shit. All right. So let's get back to the living, though. So healthcare, it's a hot-button topic these days. Anybody who wants to
1: listen to a great song about uh, statistics looks up. I think it's just called The Statistician, uh, the Todd Snyder song. Have you ever heard that? It's I have a not. song on statistics. It's fucking awesome. If you're ever in a shitty mood, just listen to Todd Snyder for a while and take your socks off.
0: Similar, uh, I'll, I'll check that out, but Weird Al does a song on uh, grammar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think you've played it for me. Yeah, Word Crimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. All right, so healthcare, hot-button issue these days. Uh, Last I heard, people were dying in the streets and stacked up like cordwood because there's no access to health care. But globally, for the first time in human history, two-thirds of the world's population has access to essential health care. You know, actual important things like treatments for serious disease, uh, modern medicine, maternal, uh, reproductive, and newborn care. Like actual important Mm -hmm. shit, not just, you know, tit jobs and tummy tucks. So. That's uh like so it's on the up and up. Like, everything's everything
1: is on the up and up. It is like I I bitch I've, like
0: everyone bitches that like oh in the U S especially like uh, healthcare is expensive but it's fucking available yeah. is the whole point. <coughs> yes, where even it is far too. I mean it's it's yes. a it's a racket. I'm I'm not gonna go down I, that I know me and India get
1: in. She works in a medical office and so a lot of like insurance horror stories that just yeah. get me. And I don't I, know. We're it, trying to not get upset, it gets me upset. It's but, a bureaucracy
0: that should not exist. Yes. so I'll leave it at that. All right, um, that's sourced from the UN Statistics Division. Some hot
1: fucking button topic. What do I
0: want to say? Hot topic? Hot topic? Hot button issues? Hot button issues. Hot button topics? Yes. Oh, the hot topic in our area is gone. What do you mean? Yeah, the one that was in the mall that's an hour from where we live. Oh! Yeah. I had to go there this morning. Not there, but yeah. Yeah, their mall is still a little better than ours, which isn't saying much. No, it's a shithole. Yeah. All right. Anyway, out of that. Speaking of disease, do you remember the COVID 19 from the 1980s and 90s? That's right. HIV was going to wipe us all out. I remember being like five or six and getting sucked into the fear of it then. Mm -hmm. Do you remember being a kid? Yeah. And like seeing it on the news. They were talking about it in school. And you're a fucking kid, like, oh my God, HIV, AIDS. I mean, which it was bad at the time. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't know fucking anything about it. But no more. Not only is the average lifespan of an HIV-positive person increased to two years less than a non-infected person, so that's no shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, like, you don't really hear about it anymore. No, because it's good news. Why the fuck yeah. did you hear about oh, good yeah. news? Yeah, and new infection rates globally are at zero point two five percent per one thousand people, like drastically lower. So, I don't know much.
1: The, I'm reading a book on the Black Death right now, and it's from a guy who uh, – he's a, a disease researcher, I mm-hmm. guess, who covers, like, pandemics and epidemics and all yeah. that. And he got his start uh, during the HIV-AIDS epidemic. Well, he was all the time. The time so
0: – and that's from the uh, UN AIDS division. Oh, and the one before that was from the UN statistics division. About the good healthcare. fucking
1: news. Wow, you got like you've covered yeah. several episodes of good news. I don't know. But right.
0: last, last I checked, this is the worst time to be alive, Christopher. I, if I have to see one more old fucker <laughs> tell me that, Jesus Christ. I know, right? Who would raise a child? Yeah, Who who would have a kid right now? It's so bad. Any responsible person. Yeah, it's the safest time fucking... to ever have yeah. a kid. Yeah, it's the best time ever. And like Corey said, everybody's fucking. So. Right? <laughs> Not as much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Onward with another death sentence from the past. Cancer. Now, cancer is still- I heard they've cured all of it. <laughs> all right. Now, now you're just being a dick. I'm <laughs> sorry. Now, cancer is still a serious issue, and it's fucking scary. But since 1994, cancer death rates went from 143 persons per 100,000 people to 121 per 100,000 people in 2019. No shit. So more people are surviving and living through cancer. Like, I remember being a kid and you would hear so-and-so got cancer and it's like, ooh, geez. It's a death That's sentence. bad news. Yeah. I know all sorts of people. Now who who have got Yeah, like skin cancers and throat cancers. You got to be or... a strong person. Mm-hmm. My yeah, uh,
1: um, my grandmother made it through it, and she was—I
0: uh, can't remember now. She was very,
1: she was fairly old at the time. Mm-hmm. And oh yes, keep my face near the microphone, near the microphone.
0: <laughs> Channel <and> John Waters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What if I put a picture of John Waters right above your pop filter? I no no no. That'd just creepy. No. I just like to listen to him talk. <laughs> He's got a good voice. I'll just put a picture of John uh, China bent over in front of it. you remember like, <laughs> you'll be tongue punching that <laughs> pop filter all day? Just <laughs> do 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 do. He's got a giant <laughs> asshole. <laughs> 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 all
1: remember right. when we watched a dirty shame and but all we could get was the R version? We couldn't get the N C seventeen. Vaguely. Version.
0: That was disappointing. Oh uh, yeah, because Blockbuster didn't usually carry yeah, the NC- carry stuff. Yeah, they wouldn't carry nc seventeen stuff. All right. um, But they'd sell the River Wild for $95. (laughs)
1: Okay. (laughs) That's really one of those. All right.
0: So uh, that's sourced from the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. All right. Done with that. I could have gone on and on about statistics, but big thing is when you step back and look at everything, you can see that for the most part, the world is becoming a better place and the goodness that mankind has accomplished is actually quite an amazing thing. So next time you find yourself being pessimistic about how the world is, just take a quick glance back in history to how the world was, and maybe you can actually appreciate what's in front of you. Or in short, stop fucking complaining and try to get along with your fellow man and live and let live. So Yes, I like that. It's not that hard.
1: And, yeah, the next time you hear something sensational, mm-hmm. take the time. We are living in a time Relax. with more access, which is good and bad, access mm-hmm. to more information than we've ever, ever in human history. Yeah. and So just stagger. You hear something, you get all mad about, hear what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Look, find some credible news sources. Mm-hmm. Find books, God forbid,
0: Yeah, uh, on that topic. Research it. Do some reading. Mm-hmm. Don't get upset. And I would, personally, I... I it is so easy to get sucked into negative news, negative shit. You see, the big thing you can do, I think, is stop and say, How does this affect me? Exactly. Like I you hear it like, Do you see what the governor of Idaho did? Like Who nope? fucking cares? How do you live in I'm, Idaho? Yeah, do I live there? Oh no, like does not No, I don't you. care. No. Like, did you see what the idiot governor of our state did? Yeah, they're a fucking idiot. Like, great. I understand. Get that. involved in local politics yeah.
1: if you want to change anything. And mm-hmm. if you're not going to get involved, then just stop complaining. Yeah. So
0: read the Mothman prophecies. Yeah. Take a little time off from this shit and find something fun to do. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I ordered a really cool looking book last night. Uh-huh. I'll get. That's. I'll get
1: to it though.
0: And I do have a note. Um, in researching this, like statistics are very interesting. Very nice to get statistics. It's very be cautious when you're looking things up though, because like polls, when people say, "Oh, did you see? According to this poll, I love it." When people talk, you know, I saw a poll that says this. They can and, cater those polls to oh whoever my they. God, yeah, yeah. Like I, I loved seeing polls from our state. You'd see it on the news, and it would say, you know, a local poll show, or a poll in the state shows that eighty percent of New Yorkers want this to happen. And you see the bottom, and it says, "Sourced from 600 people," right? In a state of 19 million. Yeah, that's a statistical zero. So fuck off with your poll. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yes, they can yeah. cater it to whoever they want. Like Jeremy and Ring and all.
1: that. Yep. You just have to be careful. Everybody. Yeah. yeah take the time. Deep.
0: Take the time and do a little research for yourself before you go. Get it's actually mad a ton of fun. It's
1: I. Corey and I have discovered in the last year or so. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah! yeah. This is great stuff. It's really exciting. Woo!
0: So, all right, that's what I had. Um <laughs> Wow, it actually went a lot longer. I than liked I thought, it. Yeah. So that was like my facts. "quote unquote" story, but it was uh it was fun. So, thank you, Corey. I'm bringing us back up. So, do you have another sati- uh, satirical, sarcastic? No, it's not satirical. Apology. This is a
1: real story. <clears throat> okay. Do you want me to tell it to you? Let's hear it. So, this is. So what I tried to do, because I'm like, well, if I'm gonna write a letter to John Cena, that's not really what we're supposed to do. <laughs> so I wanted to like find some positive stories. First, I'm like, i uh, in China, and then okay. like uh, it's it's really hard <laughs> yeah, because like every a website you have to to, mm-hmm. and like it's so I was having I was getting frustrated. So like, you know, uh, maybe some stories of friendship between Chinese and Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I wasn't finding a lot there either, unfortunately. <laughs> um. So then I'm like, how about stories about forgiveness?
0: Oh, look up
1: stories about forgiveness on the internet, and you will mostly get how to get my PPP loan forgiven (laughs) or a half dozen churches trying to fucking garner more members by promising forgiveness. forgiveness. (laughs) Yeah. So just like, Jesus, goddamn Christ. So I actually did find one that I'm kind of related to, just as far as like, it is. It's a story. It's a good story. It's a story of, of forgiveness. And about not being not getting too worked up about making mistakes. Yep. so in the uh, in the the vein of I guess, yeah uh, apologizing and forgiveness. Like I have apologized to Mr. China. Here's a story (laughs) about twisting that knife, (laughs) (laughs) and in uh, (laughs) in keeping uh, with tradition of sobster, this is a cynical title for a positive story. All right, let's hear it. The title of this is English restaurant is far too lenient with inept employee. Wow! Put my glasses on. Yeah, get fancy looking. Oh goodness! Allergies. Look like you're ready to
0: sell me a mortgage. Would you buy a mortgage from me? Fuck no. Okay, so (laughs) here we go.
1: A couple enjoying an evening at the Hawksmoor Restaurant in Manchester, England, in May of 2019. Bloody hell! No accents. Actually, there will be two accents. Oh, in okay, I was, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Okay, All right. so this is the Hawksmoor restaurant in Manchester, uh, in England, in May of 2019, were the recipients of a very special treat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> a simple mistake made by a Hawksmoor staffer landed the couple one of the finest bottles of wine that money can buy, mm. and encouraged an inspiring act of forgiveness. Does this sound familiar? I, I don't think I've heard anything about this. Okay. Um, The Hawksmoor restaurant in in question is actually part of a chain of Hawksmoor steak restaurants. And apparently, outside of the U.S., chain restaurants can be quite nice. Downright fancy, even. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) The Hawksmoor isn't just a jack-toothed English version of a Longhorn or a Texas Roadhouse. This is a nice fucking restaurant. It's like some fancy-ass wine. So
0: it's like the Taco Bell in Demolition Man.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Okay. That's pretty good. Have <laughs> you recently watched Demolition, man? Yeah. That's a great fucking movie. Fun. Yeah. We watched about a month ago. We've had Matt. Uh, uh fuck. Major pain on. Oh, that's constantly awesome. lately. I've yet to actually sit and watch the whole thing just to begin. When because Mandy she she stuck a scissors through her fingernail last night. Ah. She's it hurt. So I said, I could pull a major pain and oh, break yeah. her finger. Let me <laughs> take <laughs> your mind off the pain of that
0: stamp. Let me see your finger. <laughs>
1: Everybody should watch Major Pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, this is, this is a nice place. Fancy-ass wine, mm-hmm. real shaps. And speaking of fancy-ass wine, the Hawksmoor sports an impressive list of bottles to choose from. I am not a wine drinker. Yuck. Wine is lost on me. I understand that wine has thousands of years of history and nuance that just sails right over my head. But I just can't help but react to wine the same way that I react to being in a church. It makes me drowsy, and I just don't see what all the hubbub is about. <laughs> but yeah. either way, the couple in question on this particular night must have had some idea what they were looking for when they ordered a bottle of Are You Ready for French?
0: That's oh, not the name right.
1: of it I'm asking you. Hey, okay. I,
0: you should have this perfect. I'm trying. Because I'm last, doing I, last uh, yeah, I thought you were like uh, aggressively learning French on your Duolingo yep, app. Duolingo emails
1: me every morning and says, we missed you.
0: So, here we go. <laughs> They're <laughs> aggressively reminding you. You yes. shave up.
1: I'm, I'm going to get back after. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> the, the couple in question on this particular night must have had some idea of what they were looking for mm-hmm. when they ordered a bottle of 2001 Chateau Pigeon Longville Comtesse de Lalonde. Oui, oui. Yeah. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. Chateau Pigeon Longville Comtesse de Lalonde.
0: Uh, it's a long fucking name. That sounds close enough, I which guess. Which, at the time,
1: ran a cool 200 euro, 260 euros, or about $335 a bottle. Yeah. That's damn. a lot. So, about $15 shy of what I spent on my first car. The waiter, <laughs> True. asking uh, the, the waiter asked a visiting staffer from another Hawksmoor restaurant who was helping out that night to fetch the bottle and serve it. Mm-hmm. Having done so, the evening continued on, and the couple very much enjoyed what they thought was a bottle of the Chateau Pigeon. Uh, it wasn't until after another member of the staff looked over at the couple and said, quote, ooh, some, I, I was going to do an English. I, like, I did this originally in a French accent. Like, they're in England. It's just yeah. a
0: French wine. So, <laughs> so do ooh, someone is
1: drinking a very impressive wine. <laughs> at fucking the- Pepe Le- <laughs>
0: Was Pepe Le Pew there having dinner?
1: Okay. I'll just do it in native John China's English. Ooh, someone is drinking a very impressive wine and at the bar. Ooh. That a man <laughs> But after it wasn't until after the staffer said that mm-hmm. uh, that a manager discovered that a mistake had been made. Mm-hmm. You see, the unknowingly lucky cuppy couple <laughs> <The> couple <Cupies? laughs> The unknowingly lucky couple had accidentally been brought a bottle of 2001 Chateau Le Pin Pomerol a very rare bottle of french wine mm-hmm. that'll set you back somewhere in the neighborhood of 4500 euros mm-hmm. or about $6000 for one bottle yikes so nope no mm-hmm. way after polishing off a bottle of wine that cost as much as two semesters at a community college <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like you have these numbers you know these numbers like a long time to pay that <laughs> off um <laughs> he, <laughs> okay okay so
1: after they polished off this bottle of wine um the gentleman uh-huh he promptly <clears throat> asked his server to bring another as they had very much enjoyed the first bottle at this point the mistake had been discovered yeah. and the customer was discreetly suggested to try another vintage that he may enjoy even more he did so and the couple concluded their evening having been none the wiser now the restaurant business can be a little intense yeah uh, and at this point in the evening, the full weight of what had happened finally dawned on the visiting staffer who had mixed the two bottles up. Dun dun
0: dun! Yes, blimey,
1: I've seen, <laughs> I, I've seen waitresses, cooks, managers, and the like get upset. Mm-hmm. And it can be uncomfortable for everybody. Oh yeah. But in this case, the Hawksmore that night, instead of being reprimanded, screamed at, or fired. <laughs> Management management chalked the event up. What the fuck is so goddamn funny? <laughs> this is the nice
0: part of the story. All right, I'll get it out before the nice part. Like I was just thinking about like something I did in a restaurant. <laughs> no, like you're working at a restaurant, like just busing tables. One of the servers fucks up the order, and they come out, the, the manager comes out, he's all pissed off. He's like, Who on earth cooked or the cook? Like they everything got fucked up, and this person got this phenomenal meal. And they ordered a lobster roll, which is you know just like chunked up lobster in a fucking roll. And it's but they got a sandwich where lobster was the rolls. <laughs> 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 you gave them three fucking lobsters. <laughs> yeah, lobster well, a roll. What the hell was it? Is it KFC that does that replaces
1: chicken? like the tried bun that. with chicken? It was fucking disgusting. So it was just chicken, and then two pieces of chicken on the outside of the. Chicken. It was
0: a piece. It was two pieces of chicken, and it had bacon and cheese in the middle of it. And it was fucking gross because it was just pure grease. You imagine like, at least when you when you get
1: your hands on a piece of bread, like, there's some protection. You yeah, know. that's the point of it. But now it's like, no, just get you your hands. You're, like, somebody who's at a KFC to begin with, those mm-hmm. greasy hands. Get that like, on the drive through. That, like, that skin <laughs> sloughing off and just yeah. landing many, on their lap. How
0: many car accidents were because of that sandwich? Oh, like that's disgusting. <laughs> irresponsible. Yeah. I'm calling out KFC. Just like the time you gave that customer a lobster roll. Did I actually do that? No. <laughs> I, I thought, hate lobster. I just thought how ridiculous that would be. It's so gross. You gave him three <laughs> lobsters. <laughs> what? He ordered a lobster roll. Maybe he's on a low-carb diet. All right. Onward. <laughs> now that we've cleared that up, <laughs> got that out of my system. Plus sister. lobster. Yeah. It's just, they're bugs. I'll take come.
1: it or leave it. I've said it before on the show. Anything that, like, food on my plate that I've scraped poop out
0: of beforehand. Do you like crab legs? Uh yeah, I yeah, I prefer crab. I'll take crab legs over lobster or shrimp or scallops. I just don't like lobster. All right. I don't even know where the hell I was. You oh were, you were at so the good I was part.
1: like how uncomfortable it can be. Mm-hmm. You know, like cooked managers and all that. Lobster upset. rolls, yeah. All right. But in the case of the Hawksmoor that night, instead of being reprimanded, screamed at, or fired, management chalked the event up to exactly what it was. A mistake. Mm-hmm. A very expensive mistake. Yeah. But still just that. Yep. The horrified staffer was picked on, but yeah. really nothing
0: more for good reason.
1: Made but... for a great story. And even Will Beckett, one of the co founders of the Hawksmoor chain, took to Twitter the next day with what was essentially a sweet way of saying, Shit happened. We screwed up. Yeah. Yeah. Quote To the customer who was accidentally given a bottle of Chateau Le Pin Pomerel 2001, which is about 4- 4,500 euros on our menu last night, hope you enjoyed your evening. He continues, to the member of staff that accidentally gave it away, chin up. He added, one off mistakes happen, and we love you anyway. Being one of the rare positive tweets on Twitter, the message was shared thousands of times, and the restaurant was rightfully praised for giving the staffer an honest, mis- like, you know, just yeah, understanding, like, yeah, forgiving mm-hmm. the staffer for making an honest mistake and just moving on. Yeah. Uh, Beckett later told the BBC that the woman in question is a brilliant employee. And that he is, quote, going to tease her f- for this once she stops being so mortified. Because I guess she felt horrible. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Um, as someone who personally berates myself for nearly every mistake I make, I think the story acts as a nice reminder that everyone makes mistakes. No one is anywhere near perfect. Fuck yeah. And in most cases, forgiveness, be it to yourself or someone else, mm-hmm. is always, always the best course of action, oh, yeah, almost always. For uh, okay, like <laughs> asterisks, yes, <laughs> let's yes.
0: put an asterisk there, yes. But I agree, if you fuck up in the past or you fuck up, you know, there's something that isn't super intense, um, and you own it and you're like, ah, I fucked up, sorry, you know, it's okay, you learned your mm-hmm. lesson, you're growing, you're becoming a better person, like. You don't if you keep doing it and you keep getting get, a piece of shit, then yeah, then fuck off. But learn from your mistakes. Yeah, and and don't kill yourself over it, Jesus. Yeah, it, it, this is the uh, also goes in like when you're talking about on Twitter, like people are so quick, like fucking cancel that idiot or like someone who did something you know off topic or whatever in the past, and people spend all their time digging up some old thing to cancel them or you know like. Well, that person clearly made a mistake. They don't act like they're do that, that. that anymore. Yeah. Like, why do you want to fuck with this person 12 years later? Yeah. Or whatever the case is. Yeah. So, fuck it. Everyone fucks up. No one's perfect. Like, Just screw up all the time. Yeah. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just don't worry about it anymore. Yeah. The most. Keep like, at it, and you'll do better and better. Yeah. Yeah, the most successful people in the I world. I feel
1: better today doing mm-hmm. this than I did a year ago
0: when we started, and I could what, fucking hardly breathe. What do you mean, Chris? I think welcome to the show. This is tough shit. Is uh-huh. that what I used to sound like? No, no. you're pretty close. though. So you'd, you'd get all worked up. Well, actually, it would be. It'd be more like. Yeah, this. I know. I'm keeping my voice. We'd, we'd I'm keeping my face there. closer. Yeah, I think we're doing a little better. So. Well, but I thought that was because nice... we learned from our mistakes. Exactly. And we adapted.
1: I thought that was a nice story, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of fun. I'll show you a picture of it afterward. Okay. Because they really, the fucking two bottles look the same. So, like, yeah. I, they look similar. Okay. So, if you've got a $300 bottle of wine and a $6,000 bottle of wine yeah. near each other, maybe just separate them a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, put them in, like, like the banned books section or, like, a library or something. Like, put them behind glass.
0: The so banned books. At least you books. know. <laughs> like, just keep that, them away. That's like going to the car lot and, like, Listen, I want the 1998 Dodge Stratus. And they come wheeling out with a 98 uh Chrysler Stratus. <laughs> or a new They're the same fucking car. Yeah. yeah. Or, but or, they're or, or a 2020. Uh-huh. Did they make a Stratus anymore? I don't anymore? think so. No. Or like an Intrepid. Like they make Intrepid's, don't they? Dodge and Chrysler pretty much made the same vehicles for Dodge is a long time. Correct. I i I, yeah, I flexing spent, your, flexing your man. Spent, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm here doing a podcast showing your with man you card. while my
1: wife is next door watching football. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> flexing my man card. Oh, that's awesome. I have one little thing to say about uh, just to kind of uh, lighten it. up the Cena story if I can. Oh, you're it's, okay. It's not really a story. It's just a short note uh, to tamper down what may have come across as cynicism in my letter to John Cena. That's what I wrote. So, um. I may have spent half my weekend writing a sarcastic letter to John Cena that he will likely never see, but after doing some digging into positive stories about WWE, I do know yeah, now, yeah. Mm-hmm. wrestlers donating time and money to various charities. A uh, few personalities came out on top, so we can have donations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Dave Batista and Titus O'Neil, in particular, going above and beyond um, each Giving Tuesday, which is the day after uh, Cyber Monday. Yep. Um Especially last year, when Batista matched donations to the Bullard Family Foundation anywhere from one dollar to ten thousand dollars, he made it. He matched it. Nice. Uh, this was after O'Neal donated almost one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to various charities in one day. Wow! But mm-hmm. there's no denying a man whose name is now synonymous with charity, and that is Mr. John Cena. Uh huh. Anywhere from million dollar donations to an anonymous forty thousand dollar donation uh, to a GoFundMe for Shad Gaspar. Uh, he was a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. He died like a year or so ago while well, he was trying to save his son from drowning. Oh, Jesus. So he donated that. A uh, couple of this with uh, his reputation at the Make a Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. John Cena has personally granted, this is end of last year, uh, at that point he had personally granted over 600 wishes.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, himself. Oh, good. That's so good. Maybe he's not so bad. Yeah, I guess he's all right. He can spend those yuans how he wants. the fuck's a yuan? I think that's Chinese money.
1: Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> even known that. Like, are you trying to it's, say euro? It's
0: yuan or yen, one of the two. I, one of them's Japanese, one of them's Chinese. I, I had to write out.
1: euro out in all these because mm-hmm. I couldn't find the euro symbol <laughs> on my keyboard. I don't well, I don't think of, there is one. There isn't.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm speaking broken American. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, all. I, that's, no, that's pretty much all that's I got. Good. That's nice to hear. Well, a lot of these like celebrities and people like that. A lot of them do spend a lot of money, spend a lot of time. Uh, and you can take that cy- that cynical side and be like, they're getting a tax rate right off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but then, like, no.
1: I don't know. It seems like some of them your are time to, like, about it. go spend time. Like, you can you imagine what that would mean to a kid? Oh, fuck, To yeah. have your fucking idol, like John Cena, show up oh, and spend yeah. a day with you. Yeah. That's, That's insane.
0: That, that melts you watching, like, yes. Make-A-Wish kids stuff. Yes. Ugh yeah yeah that'll yeah you're you're not human if you don't feel anything seeing those kids get like wishes granted yes i'm feeling it right now um i think i I think we've covered actually this is great because i was nervous this was gonna be a shorter soft serve because we've been fucking busy super fucking busy yeah but But we're trying no we're good we're over an hour um this is cranked right up do you have anything else uh, no, uh, the only thing I was going to say is we are going to try to shoot for, we're going to, we're, we we're shooting a... for doing another one closer in... to the end of the month. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, we're after Corey's wedding. Yeah. After that, we're gonna uh, to get back on track. We should be good to, so I'm leaving
1: for a week in October. We will Even
0: little teaser. We've even discussed Ooh. sneaking in a bonus show of some sorts. Are we going to just not. We're just going to drop it Okay. when it happens. It's
1: Corey's idea. It's uh, going to be something short, probably 20, 30-ish minutes yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually a super cool, super fun idea. Yeah. Um, Essentially something that, at least I'm looking at it as a way to just buy time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, So we might, yeah. I think it's fucking, I'm really excited about it. It'll be cool. Making. I can't guarantee it'll be every single month, but uh, you'll, you'll it's know. It's going to be a life preserver for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, you'll know if you hear one and be like, oh, they're behind. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. Which we are behind. <laughs> yep, we're behind. So either way. That was a great show. I had a lot oh. of fun. Uh did you have anything you wanted to say or shout out or I have whatever? Two shows I just want to pitch real quick. Oh more podcasts?
1: Yes. Two? Okay. Well, I've trying to come up with them for every stop serve. All right. Okay. So ready? You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's All hear it. Right. So this first one is called Ouch That Hurts. Okay. And it's a podcast about tortures and executions.
0: Oh, that would be pretty interesting.
1: So i uh you told me about that duck duck go.
0: Yeah. So now you look up all your fucking so now crazy I, weird shit. For some reason,
1: <laughs> I don't even know how I got on. I got on torturemuseum.net, uh-huh. which is a really cool website, and this is yeah. an actual museum. I think somewhere in the UK. Yeah, can't find that it. Sounds though. right. Yeah. But I did a virtual tour, and they've got these incredible descriptions, of, like dozens and dozens and dozens of actual. They have the contraptions. Fucking shit, everything from like, I. So my idea for the show was. We'll discuss an execution or torture each episode, and then we'll have, like, a little softer version. Like, we could do the Spanish horse, which, if you want to look it up, go for it. Mm-hmm. It's really gross. Yeah. Um, it's not the brazen bull. Oh, that's that. That's you never just read about that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That is one of the most horrifying. There was a book I read, the, the Library at Mount Char, mm. and that is a method used throughout the book. No. Look up the Brazen Bull. Look up uh, the Spanish Horse. But no, like, well, we no. could do some fun stuff, we could do the Polish Horse, where they just sit on a giant pierogi until they split the pierogi in half. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with pierogies? Nothing. Okay. And then um, I had one more. <laughs> this one's. <laughs> this one's called "Shush, Be Quiet."
0: <laughs> okay. Shh, so, be quiet. So this, <laughs> what is it? Just you in a movie theater? No,
1: I just I <laughs> wait till Mandy falls asleep. Uh huh. And I get into bed with my headphones and my microphone. I read out loud whatever book I'm currently reading in bed, and I try not to wake Mandy up. And so she wakes up, she wakes up, and she goes, shush, be quiet. And then that's the end of the episode. That ends the show. So, like, you I, see can't, how long you can I can't
0: go? stop reading until she wakes up. So it could be, like, a four-hour episode. Like, the night she's sick as hell has the flu just totally out on meds for I'm just, nine hours yeah, straight. just like, this is a nine-hour episode. Oh, my God, man! you're just, like, I think you get to a point where you're elbowing her. <laughs> so you're rereading you're, you're it at the top of your lungs. And then <laughs> chapter 12.
1: Uh, um, I thought that was a good idea that's so that, that's <laughs> sure go for and it and shush be quiet I thought it was great but like I've been thinking for weeks like ouch that hurts it's fucking stupid <laughs> I can't come up with anything else
0: <laughs> that's awesome that's all I got all right so I think that concludes the episode we're over what we usually do a little bit which is good uh, again uh, we're your hosts I'm Corey this is Chris and I'm Chris you're Chris that's Corey I'm Corey across from me Chris, say Chris. And it's Chris, I'm Chris, okay. and we're signing off like Corey asked me to. Yep. Two soft boys. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, we have an Instagram, at TS Podcast Official, if you would like to see our silly pictures and Chris's lovely, beautiful face. and Oh, my God, no. <laughs> his hand modeling skills oh, i'm so sweaty it's like my face is sloughing off like that chicken sandwich <laughs> like the sandwich. chicken sandwich oh, oh, fuck just don't drive with it oh i'm stuck to my shirt all right <clears throat> that's it thanks for uh thanks for coming thanks for listening tell see your friends see you guys very soon yep we'll uh, see you on the next one bye bye for now